Are you ready? Are you ready to rumble? Welcome to the Positive Sports Podcast. I'll be your host this evening, Ed Montana. Alongside me today... Today, Junior. The ever ready, the always ready, Alex. I'm ready. How you doing, boy? I'm ready. Well, yeah. I was born ready. Like I said in my intro, the always ready, the ever ready. My head's never ready. I can't find a freaking... Yeah, we got straight. No, I'm good. I'm good now. Yeah, I, I I refuse to rock the hat even with no hair. Why? I've got more hair on my face now than I do on my head, I think. Is it possible that the hair on your face grows faster than the hair on your head? You you I thought it all, all You do the buzz cut. You've done the buzz cut thing for a long time. You you might know. Yes, I agree. It does the hair, the hair on your face your facial grows hair fast? goes fast, yeah. Faster than the hair on your yeah. head? Yeah. And it's weird because I don't I don't you know, shave. shave with a razor. I just, I, you know, I, I use the lowest guard and, and clip, right? Hmm. But my facial hair grows, you know, I shaved, what, Thursday? And it's already looking... That's from Thursday? Thursday, yeah. Dude, this is from Friday. Huh? Well, my, uh, that's, mine, grows mine, mine grows quick. Mine a little more, you know. You're almost getting, like, full facial hair now. <laughs> yeah. Finally. After You're 40 years old and, uh, <laughs> I don't well, think at I, least I don't, at least it's mostly black. I don't think I ever will. There's still some uh, you know little patches, patches here and there. Yeah. You know, I got the Virgin Islands over here. You know, uh, <laughs> hey, Haiti and Jamaica over here. <laughs> ah, that's funny. All right, let's get into it, man. Where are we gonna start? Well, look, it's where we're gonna been, start. It's been a heart attack weekend watching <laughs> these football games, to say the least. I mean, well, today more so than yesterday. Yesterday was, wasn't too bad, right? So here we are Sunday night. We just finished watching um, the Seattle-Green uh, Bay game. And obviously the, the topic is the, the NFL playoffs, the divisional round of the playoffs. Uh, we'll go back to yesterday and start with the first game. Minnesota went to San Francisco. And San Francisco mm. pretty much dominated that game. No. Uh, how you like that? <laughs> <laughs> You like that? It's kind of, you know, like, I felt bad for Kirk Cousins because he kind of got off the, you know, he finally got a big win and he was getting a lot of heat for it. But then he made that comment in the locker room and it went viral. And now it's like everyone's going to pile on him because he lost this week. And it's like, uh, he was never that good. He was never, it's not like he's been a clutch quarterback. He made one comment. He got caught up in the heat of the moment. Just leave him be. Yeah, well, he should have, he should have deaded that whole you like that because that came from when he played with the Redskins coming through the tunnel. Right. Right. So he should have just dead that. Right. Because now he's, he plays for the Vikings. But, right. you know, at the end of the day, the, the you know, I, I thought it would be a much closer game. The 49ers, uh, you know, just showed to be, you know, better well, than, you than the Vikings. You know, you, you really can't you can't overemphasize the value of a week off. Now, I mean, sometimes we, sometimes we overanalyze it to death, right? Because when we get to the game, the earlier game today, the Kansas City Texans game, you know, we're going to talk about the bye week, or, or I was talking about the bye week with you, and, you know, we're going to say something different. But the, the, the bye week has a tremendous value, especially for a team like the Niners that was banged up. They, they needed to get healthy, yeah. and I think it did them some good to 
have the week off. I think it was a clear game of men versus boys. I mean, the 49ers have just a... They can boss you around a little a little more. Speaking of boss, somebody better figure out what to do about Bosa. That guy's yeah. everywhere. I mean, he is everywhere. I saw him making tackles in the secondary. He's all over the field. It seems like there's three of them out there. Yeah, I mean, he's been doing it all, all year long. He looked especially... Especially so yesterday. Uh, he's so, a rookie. He's a rookie. Is he a rookie? He's a rookie. Yeah. Well, so that's pretty darn good. Yeah, that is. That bodes good. well for the future, right? Yeah. Uh, so good for them. They were the one seed going in, so they will host uh, the conference championship game next weekend against uh, the winner of tonight's game uh, between the Packers and the Seahawks. But before we get to that. <clears throat> The second game yesterday, to me, the biggest disappointment of the weekend. And not that I'm going to take any credit away from the Tennessee Titans, but I'm disappointed in the, in the Ravens. They they looked like they were overwhelmed by the moment. They, they looked overwhelmed by the Tennessee defense, which I don't think is that great, but they pushed all the right buttons last night. And Tennessee just looked like they didn't know what to do in the playoffs. Like, all of a sudden, it was a different type of game. Yeah. And they, they really struggled. Um, it, it was, and, and I guess it's especially disappointing to me because I really wanted to see the Baltimore-Kansas City matchup, right. which now, obviously, I'm not going to get. I think we all did. Yeah, every, I mean, I think everyone wanted to see that. But, except for Tennessee fans. Yeah. And Texans fans. But, I mean, you know... And, you know, we were talking about this a little while ago, how stats can be misleading. I didn't watch any of the second game, any of it at all. And when I got home last night, I got home around when you text us and Jay about, about the boxing match on ESPN. And so, you know, I, I didn't watch, I really didn't watch any of the game. Mm-hmm. But I seen that Baltimore had 531 yards of offense. I'm like, how the hell do they not win with all that offense? I mean, they still ran the ball. You know, I think he threw for like... Uh, Lamar Jackson threw for 345 yards, so they still had 100 yards rushing. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, I guess they didn't have any really big plays, you know, and 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 I guess the Titans were just able to control the, the clock a little better with, with Henry running. I mean, they, they just, they couldn't, they couldn't produce in the red zone. That's where they no. really looked bad. Oh, well, hold on. They had four turnovers and... Two of them on fourth and ones, right? Well, they had three. They went for it on fourth down three times, went 0 and 3. I Damn. think twice it was fourth and one. Their inability to play Shit. smash mouth against the Titans yeah. was surprising to me. Very surprising. Man, they were 8 for 8 on fourth downs during the regular season. That's crazy. Yeah. That's so crazy. Apparently, the formula to beat the, the Ravens, for those wondering next season, just get them to fourth down. Right. And stop them on fourth down. Right. Three hope, times. hope that they go for it every time. Every single time. No punts. Look, man, the Titans did not surprise me by getting into the playoffs. They surprised me a little bit beating the Patriots. They surprised me a lot beating the Ravens last night. I mean, that, that, that really, seriously. And, and they're doing all this with a backup quarterback. Um, throwing less than 100 yards. Throwing less than 100 yards. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I I don't know what what else what, what to really think about the Titans. Like, it is really strange because you've got a, a, a Titans team that is running. They're running the ball extremely well. Yeah, right. They run left. They run right. They run up the middle. It doesn't matter. They get four or five yards a chunk, 
And, uh, you know, they, they just keep moving the ball down the field. Derrick Henry is a man possessed. And so Tannehill hasn't had to do much, but it is concerning that, you know, we looked at his we looked at his stats uh, during the season. He had a stretch where he was really good, yeah, throwing you know two seventy to three hundred yards, seventy percent completion ratio. He's down to fifty and less than a hundred yards. You know, not to say that. But how he, many attempts is he? You know, part well, of the yeah, attempts he, is not he's, high. He's not attempting a lot, but he's not completing a lot either when he's throwing the ball. So you just gotta wonder if. If Kansas City commits eight in a box and 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 says, "Okay, you're not going to beat us with Derrick Henry. We're going to make Tannehill try to beat us," is that is that doable, right? Is that going to happen? And I guess at that point, maybe we'll see him go back to throwing seventy percent and two hundred eighty yeah. yards. So it, it's a you know, I mean that's what it's a pick your poison type of thing. But I think if I'm the Chiefs, I gotta I gotta go all in on stopping Derrick Henry. Otherwise, the same thing will happen to them that happened to the Ravens. Yeah, I'm sure that's something that the Chiefs are, are game planning for. Now, on the flip side, you know, as good as the Ravens' offense was during the season, I, I still think the Chiefs' offense is better. And, it, you know, it looked at today, and I, I think Tennessee is in for a real fight with them next week in Kansas City. Yeah. So we'll we'll see how that shakes out for... Uh, for the Titans. Let's, let's not forget the Titans beat the Chiefs earlier in the season with a full, healthy Mahomes. Mahomes. So, obviously, yeah. winning in the regular season didn't translate the same for the Texans, but, uh, you know, still. they at, at, at least they got something to go off of, right? They, yeah. They, they can go in there and look at film and say, well, hey, this is what we did well. Let's let's try this again. But who knows? Yeah, the, the, the Ravens had 530 yards of offense compared to the Titans, 300. Yeah, so I mean, like, I was, when I heard that on TV, I was, I was like, what? And they lost this bad? Like, even yards per play was pretty close, 5.8 to 5.7. Yeah. Really, it came, it came down to the turnovers yeah. and not being able to execute on fourth down and situations, you know, like, <clears throat> and sometimes it just kind of, it's kind of weird how the game shakes out sometimes where, you know, you end up in these fourth and one situations on the opponent's thirty-six yard line, where a fifty-three yeah. yard field goal is a little too far, but you're a little too close to punt. Fourth and one, yeah. I'm going to go for it. I'm not. They're not going to have great field position if I don't make it. And and a couple of those are, are what happened to the Ravens. Uh, one of them, I think, was a little bit later on in the game where you know they 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 had to go for it to kind of try to stay in it. But right. disappointing either way. Um, I just hope that uh, Lamar Jackson continues to improve. Uh, I, you know, I think we're going to see him around for a long time. So if he keeps getting better, it should be interesting. And for anybody talking shit on Lamar Jackson, I think you're dead wrong. Because, yes, he didn't come up in a big game. He had turnovers. But he had a, like an historic season for his second year. Broke records. Led his team to the playoffs, division win, and all that. He's he's still he's still only a second year quarterback. Like he's so young, yeah. and you know, I just think it's unfair that that he's he's getting you know the rough end of of of, of the stick here, especially after you know these so called experts said he has no business being a quarterback. He should be a wide receiver, and yeah. you know, I mean, like. He can only 
improve and try to get better. So he's got so much <clears throat> more left to his career. I just don't think it's it's fair to judge him off of, you know, a, a, his second year. Uh, off of one game, really. Because if you judge him off of his second year, you say this guy's going to be a great quarterback. He's 14-2 and right. two this year. So, And, I mean, I he know. didn't have... I can't really even think of a bad game that he had this year. So, you know, he had a bad game, and it was in the playoffs. And, look, there's also something to the whole Tennessee. You know, let's not just blame Lamar Jackson and not give credit to the Tennessee Titans. You know, the Titans have been playing a smash-mouth type of football, and, you know, they're hot. And Mike Rabel's a good coach. He came up with a good scheme. You know, sometimes these things happen. Maybe maybe John Harbaugh got all coached. I don't know. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't... While I think Lamar Jackson did not play a great game, I don't lay the entire blame on him. I, I put some of it on Harbaugh. I think the, the, I think the first fourth and one was not necessary. Um, <clears throat> so, and even no. the second one... The second one I can understand a little bit more. The first one I thought he was trying to just be a little bit of a gunslinger. And I, I didn't think it was necessary. I thought it was a bad move. He on his threw part. like fifty nine times. I'm like, holy shit! <clears throat> well, yeah. Well, they were behind. They were behind oh, yeah, the eight ball. Yeah, yeah they you were. Know, the second half, they were they right. were trying to get back. So yeah. And even and even during the course yeah. of that game, there were glimpses where it looked like he, they might they might break out of it, but it just it just never it just never took place. It never happened. Well, what do the uh, Ravens need to do next year? So I think to get I, past this, you know, to to go one step look, further. Look, offensively, they're set. They they all of the, all of their key players are signed for next year. They've got room under the salary cap. I think they have to address the defensive side of the ball. They have to get they have to get a better core of linebackers. They need some help in the secondary. They, they they can I think they can improve a little bit in each area of the defense: the defensive line, the linebackers, and the secondary. And I think that's that's where they're going to focus. Offensively, they're good and, and they're yeah. in good shape. They've got all their key players signed offensively, so I think that's what they're going to do in the off season. And you know, if they can, if their defense gets a little bit better and they can give Lamar Jackson more touches, yikes! Yeah, right. So well, we'll see. Uh, <clears throat> so then we get to actually one thing I wanted to talk about about that Tennessee Baltimore game. Huh. Now, people, fans of this podcast have heard me and my disdain for the VAR in soccer. All right. I'm starting to develop a similar dislike of replay in the NFL. Hmm. I don't I don't understand. It, it is getting more and more confusing. Uh, there was a play in the ball in the Tennessee Baltimore game where a Tennessee tight end catches a ball in the end zone. He he bats it around. All right. By the time he gets control of it, he gets one foot down and then lands on his back on the line. And that's a touchdown. So what happened to the two feet in? I don't, I don't know. I, like, I, I don't get it. Like, what are, what are we doing here? And wh- what does it take to overturn a call? I mean, does Jesus Christ have to call down to the booth and say... That was wrong. I mean, <laughs> and even then, the referees may not change. Yeah, it. I mean, we had another one in the Green Bay game that we'll talk about when we get to that game. They checked it twice. Yeah, and yeah, they, yeah. and they didn't change it. And it's like, how could you not? You looked. We saw if they saw the same replays we saw, which I'm assuming they did. How can you not change it? And then 
if you didn't change it the first time, why on earth are you going back a second time? I've been preaching for a while. I, I would be much more happier without instant replay. O- only on a few select plays. We don't have to do it on all. In challenges and all that, I'm I'm good with no replay, man. I yeah, mean, I'm getting I'm getting more and more to the point now where I I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to I don't want any more challenges. I don't want. Let me see the replay. Let me let me hear about how they got it wrong and move on with my life. Because at the end of the day, I I think it's just. It's a big waste of time. It is. I think if we go back and we look at all of the replay reviews, <clears throat> we're going to find that 10% maybe are overturned. Especially on the, uh, more like 0% on the pass interference. Oh, the one, pass right? interference is worthless. Like, Completely worthless. Good luck. You got better luck of winning the lottery yeah. than... I, I, I firmly believe that the referees on the pass interference... I firmly believe that the refs got together and said, fuck you. I don't care. You are not going to tell me that yeah. I'm going to change a judgment call. Because that's what pass interference is. It's a completely judgment call. It's not like in and out of bounds. Right. It's not like ball breaking the plane of the end zone. It's completely a judgment call. Did he interfere? Well, what's your judgment of interference? It's not, like, it's not black and white. And I think the referees, I swear, I think the referees have gotten together and said, no. That's where we draw the line. <clears throat> we'll do all this replay crap you guys want to do when it's in and out of bounds and all that other stuff. But when it comes to judgment, no. Uh, yeah, I won't be surprised if the zebras uh, huddled up for that one. I I wouldn't be surprised either. And and I think, you know, like one of the things that was we're gonna let's we'll go on to the Texans and the Chiefs today. That was a game of momentum. And thank God there was not a replay call in there to kill the momentum, or else we wouldn't. We might not have seen the fantastic game that we saw. That's my other problem with replay, right? You can't even celebrate a touchdown nowadays because you know you got to wait till it's replayed, right? Right. So it killed. There's some momentum killing there. And today's game between the Texans and the Chiefs was all about momentum, and was it was just wacky, unbelievable, weird, unbelievable. So. During the season, I said, maybe once or twice, or trice, or trice, that the Texans are the best team with whatever record, right? And they are the worst team with whatever record. Last week, I had to change that. It wasn't just a matter of looking at the season, it was right. a matter of looking at the game. And I said, in the first half, the Texans yeah. are the best. Oh no! They were the worst last, last week, week. Last week in the first half, they were the worst playoff team I have ever seen, and right. in the second half, they were the best yep. playoff team I had ever seen. Yep. I didn't think it could get any more crystal clear in one game, right. Than last week, but it could. Alas, it, did. it could, and it did. Today, in the first quarter, <laughs> in the first quarter. Fifteen minutes. Ugh. The Texans look like the best playoff team. Jugger, left. Juggernaut. A juggernaut. And then in the second quarter, they looked like the worst. It was amazing. That's that was the first thing I could I could think about when I was at home. I'm like, holy shit! Like Ed's been saying this, and the Texans are playing it into existence. You know, I have a buddy who's a big Texans fan, and he said to Ouch. me, he said to me, I hope. They start off losing. 
And right. I go, why? He goes, because when they start off winning, they start to play differently, yeah. and they end up blowing it. Right. At least if they start off losing, they, they, they adjust and they come back, and they may not come back all the way, but at least they're going to be in the game at the end. Right. And, and he was absolutely right, because that's what happened last week. Yeah. And that's what happened this week in reverse. That's fucking crazy. It Last was, week they were down sixteen nothing. Right. They said and then, they said sixteen. <laughs> forget that. Watch us come back and hold win. my beer. Yeah, sixteen's nothing. And then this week they said, "You guys thought a sixteen point comeback was good. Huh. Watch this twenty four point comeback. We're gonna let the Chiefs do on us." They said. <laughs> they said, "Houston Oilers, watch us blow this. Hold our beer." <laughs> They said, Kansas City, we'll hold your beer. Go ahead and run it up on oh us. Oh, my God. Dude, that was... Uh, I, I haven't seen a game like that in a while. Yeah, it was, it was insane. It was absolutely insane. They looked so dominant in that first quarter. Now, I will say this. I thought... I thought going for the field goal, it was 21-0, fourth and two, I believe... From the uh, Chiefs' 35-yard line. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it, maybe it was closer than that. Maybe it was a 30-yard line. It was still a 50-yarder, no? I, think. It was a, I, think it, I thought it was a little less yeah. than 50 yard. But anyway. Okay. When they... when they And this is the problem I have with the Texans in general, right? They lined up like they were going to go for it. And all of a sudden they realized they didn't have the right people on the right. field. They, they took a timeout. And then... Came out of the timeout and decided to kick the field goal. And I thought, that might be a problem. It, it worried me because it looked like, oh yeah, go for it on fourth down and just salt this game away. And they you know, they, they just kind of bumbled over themselves. Yeah. And then they kicked the field goal, and then the wheels fell off the other way. It yeah. was just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Patty Mahomes... Uh, I mean, he he played the game good, and I don't know if the Texans uh, didn't coach the game right, or it's just they caught they were just on the bad luck side of things. I guess I, I I don't know. I don't think it's bad luck. I mean, I mean, look at the end of the day, the players got to go out there and execute. So I mean, yeah, but I think again, and I I think Bill O'Brien, I think Bill O'Brien's a good coach. Don't get me wrong. But he's not going to be the guy to take you to the next level. He's not. He's not going to make this franchise or he's not going to make this team a threat to win the Super Bowl. I just don't. He's just not that guy. It's a damn shame too, right? With Watson, Hopkins, Fuller, shit. Uh, who's the, the running back? Twenty-three. Hyde. Carlos Hyde. Uh, Carlos Hyde was awesome today. And then yeah. the wheels fell off. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I just think Bill O'Brien is just not. He's not that guy. He. His his clock management is always bad, and today he just made poor decisions. That that fourth down, and then later on in the second quarter, he decided to go for a fake a fake punt on on his own twenty. Yeah, and that play was was shot from the beginning because look, if you're gonna do a fake punt, you've got different personnel out there, and. You gotta snap the ball quickly. You can't dilly dally around because they're gonna figure it out. They're gonna look at that guy, that up back, and go, "Wait a minute, that's not the normal up back. That's 
a running back. Right. So, no, we're not going to drop anyone back. We'll bring everyone back in the box and we'll deal with what this fake is, right? And Or we'll call a timeout and figure something out. But they took too long. The Chiefs sniffed it out and it didn't work. And, and that was, you know, the momentum was swinging the other way hard. That just made it worse. Yeah, Billy O.B. is not a he's he doesn't he's not a good conservative play caller and he's not a good trick play caller. <laughs> he's not good aggressive. He's not good conservative. He's just not not that good. I don't I don't I mean, yeah, they might as well. Uh, and they they're not gonna get rid of him either. So you don't think so? No, I don't think so. I think this this might be the the nail in the coffin. Should be. Should have been in season, but yeah, it's just he's just not. Not good. So anyway, so the Chiefs, the Chiefs after being down twenty-four to nothing, outscored the Texans fifty-one to seven. It's a lot of fucking points. They were points, showing, man. they were showing the fifty-one uh, points, the largest comebacks in in playoff history, and they've got you know uh, twenty-eight, thir- I think twenty-eight or yeah, twenty-eight, twenty-five, twenty-four, right. twenty. Those those comebacks took the entire game. Right. The Chiefs came back in a quarter. In a quarter. The Chiefs were up at halftime after being down twenty-four to nothing. Fuck. Early in the second quarter. Man, if you bet the over on that game by halftime, you were cashing in your ticket. You were like, "We got it." Right, because the, the the over on that thing was fifty-one. That was that's fifty-two. Yeah, can you Fuck. imagine? Can you imagine being a Chiefs, oh. someone who bet on the Chiefs minus? 10 or whatever yeah, it was. Right. You're down 24 to nothing. You're effectively down 34 to nothing. You're like, well, that was a bad bet. Do you rip up that ticket or you just stop watching the well, game? not anymore. Now I always keep the ticket. Yeah. If, I, if I was in Vegas, I keep the ticket until the clock says 0, 0, 0, 0. Because you just never know. No. Especially when Billy O'Brien is calling the plays on one oh, sideline. <laughs> Golly. Uh, so, we get... Tennessee at Kansas City next week. We'll preview the conference championship game a little bit after we go over the games. We still got one more game left. The Seahawks and at Green Bay mm. ended up being a great game. Yeah, and I'm glad because they looked like it was going to get out of hand. It did for a while there, right? right. The Packers looked like they were going to score pretty much whenever they wanted right. to, uh, but the the Seahawks bared down and look. I understand that Lamar Jackson has better numbers, and Lamar Jackson is going to win the MVP. But what Russell Wilson does for his team from behind, man, it's amazing. They, they had no business being in that game. They were down twenty-one to three at one point, and but they still just, lost. And he, yeah, but he he brought them back to within one score. And if the defense could have gotten the ball back, oh. who knows, right? Yeah. Um, but it's just an amazing effort by and the guy that offensive line is pretty much garbage. He's running for his life nine times out of ten. Yeah. And somehow he's managing to run for first downs, throw for first downs. It's just incredible. Just incredible what he Yeah, does. and he looked tired there for a minute in the third quarter. Yeah, he did a I lot mean, of running. Because he ran like four straight plays. Yeah. So Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's a he's a hell of a quarterback, and it's you know I'm sure Seattle loves having him. Yeah, we had another wonky replay in 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 uh, in in this game. 
So I didn't get this at all. Here, here's another one. I don't understand this either. A pass to the tight end. He runs a few yards. He gets hit low, and he flips over. And as he's flipped over in the air, another guy comes and hits him right on the ball. So he starts to lose the ball before he hits the ground. He hits the ground, right? The ball's already loose. It comes out, and there's a scrum for the ball. Mm -hmm. And very early on, it looks like there's two Packers fighting for the ball and one Seahawk kind of on the outside. And so finally, they pull him apart or whatever. The, The referees don't signal anything, but one referee does say he's down. Okay. Well, they challenge it. They go look at the replay. In this situation... Two things have to happen. Because it was blown dead, two things have to happen in order for it to be overturned. Mm -hmm. There has to be a clear fumble, and there has to be a clear recovery of the fumble. So, they reviewed it. They came back and they said, yes, it was a clear fumble, which everyone agrees with. He was losing the ball in midair. But there was no clear recovery of the fumble. Therefore... There's no fumble. (laughs) Here's my question, Mr. Referee. When you separated everyone apart, who handed you the ball? Right. Oh, that guy in the green jersey handed you the ball. Guess what? There's your clear recovery. You sound like the... uh Officiating police. What are we doing? I think you should. You should create an account. Oh my goodness. What are we and doing? And go over every single replay and just like, you know. No, because I'd lose my mind. <laughs> I would lose my That's mind. That's what would make it funny. <laughs> Thank God there was only two games to all, watch. All today. the bars and all the oh, replays no. on, from like I all think the, the sports. Bar is worse. From all the sports, I think you should do it. I think the VAR is worse. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like what. So I didn't see that one, but I mean, this review and this two, the review got a review. Oh yeah, I, 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 I want to know. Yeah, the one here late in the game when Jimmy Graham up what appeared to me, if we're following this fucking yellow line, appeared to be short. I I I, I want to know what Pete Carroll said to the refs. Something had to make them go back and review it again because I've never seen it, and I'm sure you haven't seen it, and I'm <laughs> sure you Ed have never seen that. Before. I've never seen that. Yeah, I, I didn't understand that. Oh, my God. This has become a complaint about the re- replay system. I know. That's what I'm saying. Gotta stop. I got to stop. I got to stop. I got to stop. Uh, the one takeaway I have from this Seattle-Green uh, Bay game, aside from Russell Wilson, man, the Packers mm-hmm. took a beating in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the training staff was out. It seemed in that fourth quarter, it seemed like the training staff was coming out every other play to tend to a Packers player. I, I worry about how much this took out of them for next week yeah. uh, because they got to go to San Francisco. They're going to play against a team that is defensively very, very solid and a team that is very, very physical on both sides of the ball. And if they're dinged up, it's probably not going to be a good day for the Packers. Well, it won't hurt too much because it won't be as cold as it is in Green Bay. So maybe that'll help some. Yeah, that's true. It was pretty I don't know, chilly. Man. man, Aaron Rodgers going back to California. Ooh, he's gonna going to back home. He's gonna going back home. He, he's he's gonna want to put on a nice a nice. That's gonna be a fucking great game. He plays man. well out there usually. Usually, yeah. So yeah. we'll La- see. Last year he had a nice uh, come from behind yeah. run against the 49ers. He has quiet. He even today it seemed rather quietly. 
played a really good game again. The thing I like about him is what he does a little bit differently than Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, if the pocket breaks down, he can go out and run. Right. Aaron Rodgers just seems to casually slide left, slide right, slide back, slide yeah. up. I mean, he just kind of <clears throat> casually moves around. He doesn't. He never seems to really pay attention to the pressure, but he feels it. He senses it. He moves himself into a better spot and still keeps his eyes down the field, throwing to mostly Adams, who looked great today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he had like eight catches for 160. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> um. Yeah, I lost my train of thought. But, I mean, the Packers have been the most quietest team of the year. I mean, they had a first-round bye. And Aaron, maybe it's because Aaron Rodgers just hasn't done a lot of talking, I feel like, other than the State Farm commercials, right? But, which reminds me, we might see a State Farm Super Bowl. Right, isn't that right? Isn't Pat Mahomes? That's in, right. In Mahomes is uh, Mahomes is in oh this commercial. Oh my God! State Farm must be fucking just jizzing in their pants <laughs> for this Super Bowl. Tell me not. I bet you. I bet you. State Farm is betting on the Titans and the Niners. They gotta hedge their bet because they're gonna make a shit ton of money if the other two win. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, they they, they gotta they gotta be loving this. Oh yeah, this has gotta be. Who are they gonna pull for? If they both make it? Yeah. Oh, I don't think they care. Well, I would, guess, I would guess they would root for Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers is the more established State Farm. Right. I'm starting to wonder now if the fix is in on this. We, we need State we, Farm has pushed in all yeah, their chips to the NFL so. and said, look, you make sure... You make the, make the Chiefs play against Bill O'Brien because he'll screw it up. <laughs> Yeah. It doesn't matter how many times Pete Carroll wants to play reviewed. It's a first down. <laughs> it's a first down. <laughs> That's pretty The State crazy. Farm Bowl. The State Farm Bowl. That's what they're going to call it. Damn. We got we to gotta trademark that and start making some t-shirts. Yeah, I may switch to State Farm. <laughs> well, the only way that can happen if they sponsor this podcast. So. <laughs> That's right. You heard it here first. Hit us up, State Farm. We could be neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's look forward to next week. Uh, who you got? Tennessee at Kansas City. Everybody's going to pick Kansas City, bro. Yeah. Everybody's going to pick. No, I, nobody's going to give Tennessee a chance. Are you going to pick Tennessee? That's fucking crazy. Are you going to pick Tennessee? I'm not picking anybody. I'm just going to I'm not picking nobody in any games. I just want to see good games. You take all the fun out of this. I'm not picking anybody. I don't know who's going to win. Well, of course you don't. It's a pick. No, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't you're know. Not, Every, look. You're not the, Nostradamus. The Titans are the fucking underdogs, the sixth seed. But how many times have we seen the sixth seed defeat the one and two seed? Hmm? Bunch of times. It happened. It can happen, yes. It can happen. It can. Uh, you don't think it can happen next week? No. Next weekend? No, I, I, I'm going to go with Kansas City. I, I, in fact, I, mean, I, think, I, I in fact I think Kansas City beats him easily. I would be pretty scared if the if the if the Chiefs get it, you know, off to another start like they did this week, because you're not gonna you, you don't have Bill O'Brien coaching, and you you, you have I think the, well, <laughs> Derrick Henry's better than you know. Well, Carl Hyde. If you get down twenty four to nothing, Tennessee's not gonna score twenty four points in a quarter. 
right? If you if you get to the point where you're yeah. down twenty four nothing to Tennessee, it's like the middle of the third quarter. Yeah, right. you're screwed. You don't have a whole lot of time. But the Chiefs only need a quarter to score twenty eight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm not. I'm not going to be the one to say I'm not giving the Titans a chance because I think everyone has a chance because they'll yeah but most are going to say what you just said in fact the Chiefs are going to blow them out <laughs> that that's what everyone's going to say but I'm I can't say that. I, I don't think they're going to blow them out I mean the Chiefs have a higher probability of winning but I, I don't think it's it's a blowout I think I think we're going to see a tight game I hope so I don't want to see a blowout although. At the end of the day, the Chiefs won by 20 today <laughs> against the Texans, and it was wildly entertaining. Right, yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, granted, they were down 24 at one point, but it was wildly entertaining. Was it really entertaining, though? Because I was. felt like at, at some point it was like, okay, you just know the fucking... It, it's just not... I shut the game off. I like. I mean, you just knew that the Chiefs were going to... When did you shut it off? When it was 31... Uh, when it was uh, 34-24. Why didn't you shut it off at 24 nothing? That's only 10 points. Because it was still early in the game. <laughs> it was still the first quarter, you know? I, I tell you what, I thought it was I thought it was over. At 21 nothing. I thought... Really? Wow, the Chiefs just... And I even said to you, I was like, apparently they just didn't do anything on the bye week. They just... They forgot they had to keep playing. I felt there would be a game. I, I didn't know who would win. I, I, thought, I, I thought for a minute Houston would, you know, be able to... Hold I thought, up a lead. I thought it was going to be a... Coming into the game, I thought it was going to be a close game. And then when it was 21-0, I was like, well, I guess the Chiefs forgot they had to play this yeah. week. I mean, I guess the Chiefs will win, but... I mean... Yeah, I expect a close game. I'm, I'm not counting out the... Am I going to be surprised if the Titans win at this point? No, I'm not. Because they've already shown they can be... At one point, the best te- defense in, in, in the NFL, mm-hmm. with the Patriots... A very good defense in Baltimore and a high-powered quarterback that they have. Uh, I mean, what, what more? What more proof do we need? What more can, do I need? You know, I mean, we'll see. Andy Reid is, is, you know, is, is could be on the fence too, right? As far as the way he coaches and manages games, at, at you know, uh, I don't know, man. Sometimes, know. sometimes Andy Reid is a little bit so a little bit scary. On the other who, side, who, who, who you got the Chiefs? Yeah, I think yeah. the Chiefs are going to win. Easy. Yeah. Plus, I, I had them in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I did too. Now that I think about it, but you know how you know I. I so I'm I, sticking to I, it. I give the kiss of death. I so. picked them. I picked them four, five months ago. I'm going to pick them one more week. Yeah. I think. How much would you give? How much would you have to get to, to pick, switch to pick the Titans? I'd have to get ten. Ten double digits. I yeah. think it. I think it opened up at eight. Really? Yeah. I think it opened up at eight. Uh, I would. I would. You would take I the would eight. Gi- I would give eight. You yeah. would give eight. Yeah, I would give eight. eight. Man, I don't I know. Jeez, they won by yeah. twenty today. It was a blowout. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it sure was. I mean, if you take away that first quarter, <laughs> they won fifty-one to seven. <laughs> <laughs> Is Bill O'Brien out of a job? Uh, man, he should be. I, I don't. I don't see. He should be, but I don't think he's don't think going to be. I, I don't think management is going to get rid of him. Yeah, I, 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 totally think he should be, and I'm. I mean, I'm, I'm, 
leaning a little bit towards the fact that the Texans will not do anything. You know, when you stop and think about it, we talk about the Belichick tree and all that. And, you know, look, I'm a New York Giants fan. I would give anything to be to have made the playoffs and win a division four out of the last six years. And that's yeah. exactly what Bill O'Brien has done. Obviously, like you say, he's got them to be good, but not great. And, you know, in order to, you know, you got to be able to get past, uh, you know, the, the divisional round. And, and it doesn't, I don't, and, and he's not the right guy for it. They haven't made a conference championship yet, right? I don't think they have. No. no. They, they no. so six years of being in the playoffs and they have not made it to the conference championship game. I remember that one year they got blown out by the Chiefs, right? Wasn't it like thirty yeah. something to nothing with Alex Smith mm-hmm. at home. At home, yeah. I mean, it's just I, I don't know. I, I just don't think he's going to take them to that next level. Yeah, I agree with you. In the NFC, who's going to the Super Bowl? The Packers or the Forty ers I have no idea. I don't know. Come on, who's your pick? I'm not making a pick. You gotta make a pick. I can't make a pick at this point. You gotta make a pick. I have too much money. I cannot make a pick. You have too much money? On the game. Do you really? No. I was gonna say, maybe, maybe, maybe not. I can't make a pick, man. I I don't know. I don't know. It's tough for me because, look, look, all, all four teams that have gotten this far are obviously good enough. And I feel like the, the Titans, especially the one team, just because of how they got into the playoffs and the two teams that they beat now, I just I just can't I can't say they're gonna get blown out. And then you got the one and two seeds in the in the NFC. The better quarterback, I mean Rodgers, but I don't think by much. The the, the thing about the 49ers is their defense, man. It's really it's that's a tough defense to play with. Yeah. I I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a nail biter. I think that's a, I think that game next week has all of the makings of going down to the final possession. And I think it's going to be very exciting and fun to watch. I can't wait to see it. Um that'll be the last game before the Super Bowl. I think it's going to be a good one. Who's going to win? Oh no. Well, see, that's that <laughs> makes two of us that don't know. I, if I had to pick I would pick I would pick the 49ers because of the defense and because they're not as banged up as the Packers. The Packers took, you know, the Packers really took a beating today. Yeah. Physically, a but, physical beating. Seattle's a tough, tough team to play. And, you know, San Francisco pretty much coasted through their game yesterday. Yeah. So. But, you know, we, we see it so many times in sports, man, where we say, oh, man, that team's banged up. And then just, they, they just, man up. somehow they, they get, you know... The backups to come in and play and 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 yeah, the next man up is is the is the mantra, right? And 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 the, and the thing it should be the Eagles did it right, right, two years ago. And then just how quiet the Packers have been all season. Yeah, like no nobody. I don't think nobody's really taken them seriously. What's going to be very interesting about this game as well is you have two young head coaches. Yeah, how will they deal with? This game, right? The, you got the, three actually. Vrabel's pretty young as far oh, yeah, as head coaching Vra- experience. Vrabel's not playing against. Well, no, but I'm saying no, but I'm saying <laughs> I know, I know. a three-way <laughs> football match. Yeah, a three-way football match. But no, it, you know it, that's the other factor. I think in this uh, Green Bay San Francisco game, you've got two really young coaches. One's a first-year coach, 
Uh, you know, they're bo- I think they're both very good, don't get me wrong, but, you know, how will they handle the pressure of a conference championship game and a, a spot in the Super Bowl on the line? And I think the advantage there, you got to give it to the Packers, right? Because Aaron Rodgers being the more experienced quarterback, right? Right. If he's... If he has to second guess a call from from the young head coach, I mean, he'll do it. What other quarterback do you want other than Breeze, Brady, Peyton Manning, right, to switch up a play and, right. and take matters yeah, into absolutely. his own hands? The other thing I would like to see, I would I would like to see the 49ers win the whole thing because I don't know if we've ever had father and son win a Super Bowl. No. Not that I know. Right? No, His dad won with the, with the Broncos back to back. Right. Years ago. Yeah. That would be interesting. That would be pretty cool. That would be pretty interesting. I don't... Um, the other thing... The other th- the one thing that kind of concerns me when we're talking about coaching, you know, the Niners, a lot of those coaches are being looked at for head coaching jobs. I don't think that's the mm. case in Green Bay. In right. Green Bay, I think everyone is set and new, and so no one's looking to pilfer those guys. You know, there might be some distraction on the San Francisco side. I don't know. We'll see. Isn't one of the coaches just got the Cleveland Browns job? I think he was interviewing for the Browns job. I don't know if he got it. No, I think the the Vikings coach ended up getting it. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. right. You're right. But but the but the but the Niners coach interviewed for it. Gotcha. So the Browns said, "Let's see how this game shakes out. We'll take the one that lost." <laughs> That's just the Browns being the Browns. That's right. Doodoo Brown. Doodoo Brown. Uh, you got anything else? Nah, man. I think uh, we covered the shit out of the uh, football. That's right. That's what we do. That's what we do. The football podcast. What do you call it? <laughs> uh, do you have a shout out? Vince Carter. Vince Carter came back to Brooklyn tonight to play his last game in the, is it against gonna, the Nets. Is it going to be his last it's gonna time? It's going to be his Brooklyn? last. Is, you know what? I really don't care. If he feels like he can play, fucking play, man. You're 40 years old and you've, you've been around for two decades and, you know, obviously you've slowed down, but uh, it's it's uh, you've still managed to not get hurt. Like, you're playing games. Whether you're, not, whether you're coming off the bench, well, obviously he's coming off the bench, but he hasn't gotten hurt. So, obviously he's taking care of himself, preparing well for games, and, you know, so shout out to Vince Carter for still playing. It is amazing that at 40, <laughs> yeah. he's... You don't... It doesn't happen very often in the NBA. No. Less less in the NBA than in other sports, other than football, obviously. If if Vince Carter can play till 40, LeBron's playing till 45. I mean, at least. fuck. Well, but LeBron also has more miles on him. Yeah, have you seen him, though? He's still... I mean, oh, he's yeah, still no, he's still in great shape. Like it doesn't look like he's slowed down, you know. Like obviously, you look at Vince Carter. You, of course, you know LeBron's like three years younger, maybe or four years younger. Something like that. Uh, fuck, yeah. I'm just amazed. That's all. It, it is amazing. <laughs> Both of those guys are amazing that they're going strong. The the thing that might not let LeBron get to 45, for example, his hairline. Aside from his hairline, is a you know he's. He's been the number one for a long time. There's a lot of wear and tear being the number one. And two, he's been to the finals how many times? So he's played, he's effectively played an extra year of basketball, maybe two years of basketball with all those playoff games. Well, if he can get Anthony Davis to re-sign with the Lakers, then he he doesn't have to be the, you know, the The, the number one. He he can share being the number one. 
Yeah. Which yeah, is interesting yeah. that Anthony Davis turned down the extension. I'm guessing he wants more money, right? Long-term deal. So. Doesn't everyone? Yeah. My shout-out goes to Jimmy Johnson and Bill Cower. Both coaches were... Uh, it was announced for both coaches that they will be inducted into the Hall of Fame class of 2020 this summer in Canton, Ohio. Uh, they announced the full class on Wednesday, but these guys are on TV, and so they took the opportunity to to let them know while they were on TV. Both moments were really cool. It was just really neat to see those guys get that surprise. Uh, both of them shed a tear. Both of them very overcome with emotion uh, of what the accomplishment means for them. I can't imagine what that's like, uh, but it's got to be a pretty cool feeling to know that you're recognized uh, as a Hall of Famer in your chosen profession. So good for those guys. About time, shit. Alrighty, folks, if you want to make a prediction on the Tennessee-Kansas City game or the Green Bay-San Francisco game, help Alex out. Reach out to the show. Email the show. PositiveSports10 at gmail.com. PositiveSports10 at gmail.com. If you want to get a hold of Alex directly and tell him who he should pick, how do they do that? On Twitter, at BrooklynGaucho1. And if you want to agree with me and tell me, hey, you're absolutely right, it's going to be a blowout. And the Niners are going to squeak out a win. That's what I'm going with, the Niners. The Niners? Yeah, I'm going with both home teams. Anyway, you can reach out to me on Twitter as well, at emontana21. I am running in the Houston Marathon next Sunday. So, any last-minute running tips, send them my way. I'll be glad to hear them. Damn. It's a lot of marathons. Marathon number 60. 60? Yes. Shit. I counted. <laughs> Someone asked me the other day, I was like, I don't know. You're so analytical. So I went back and I counted. <laughs> it will be number 60. I'm number 60. blessed to get to the starting line. Damn, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Thank you. Impressive. Thank you. All right, with that, we've come to the end of another wonderful episode of the Positive Sports Podcast. As always, thank you for watching and listening on YouTube, Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, whatever platform you choose. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. And as always, folks, ignore the negativity. Be the positivity. Peace.